Uh, <laughs> we, were, we were like right on the time. Right on time. Right on the money. Nice. Hold on. Wait. I got to push the buttons. Ah, there we go. Cheers. Ride this we, we train right down first. to the front row. Oh, well, man. Ah, who's going to intro the show since we didn't have any proper music this time? Well, you told me I'm not allowed to play music anymore. That's true. Cause only because it's harder for me to edit podcasts. That's why. It's harder by like nine seconds. Oh, so so you just did it out of convenience for yourself, like he selfishly. Did. You yes. don't want music. Not yeah, because not. You, you, you got feedback and you heard nope. that people didn't like it. You know, nope. not because you're trying to better the show. Not because the ratings are like going up and then yeah, down. None of that. It was just simply because that. you're a lazy ass and you're selfish. Yes. Yes. Okay. More yeah. so selfish. We're gonna have a new intro coming to you soon. Here's a hint. A new intro. Here's the hint right there. HVAC Masters of the Hustle. You can't see me. <laughs> yeah. This show is brought to you by Joe, uh, Joe is doing a little bit of uh, Abraham Lincolnism. Why do they call it Lincolnism? Hold on here. Oh, I was Lincoln. taking notes right before the show about this very subject. What I did is I uh, Joe, the I on, trimmed I, up I, for the celebration of the burning of Bill's t-shirt after the show. Oh, gotcha. Well, well, gotcha. With, with those shots fired, let me uh, go into my list of things I was taking notes on when I first saw you today, Joe. Uh, my first thought was you look like a rapper from the 90s, <laughs> possibly a Vaseline salesman. I asked you if you had a fishing boat. Vaseline. Um, I thought maybe you were fresh out of an Axe body spray commercial. <laughs> you now have joined the Chinstrap Army. Then I was playing with this one. Is it Abraham Joe Lincoln or maybe Joe Abraham Lincoln? Joe Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> I'm kind of wondering if you your partner shaved up the same way too like matching i started mm. building a barrage they just, like, he just blew that one off hey, Bill, uh, that's why he shaved off while i was trying to read your notebook finally a teen football star you uh <laughs> forgot to put away your bath towel oh no i didn't forget <laughs> that's covering up his secret yeah, bill is now a pianist i'm He's a pianist and that's covering his I'm piano dominance like he when i walk into a truck stop and everybody facing the urinal, I turn around and pee. <laughs> you send right the urinal and crap. <laughs> you, uh, when you're in like a Home Depot or whatever, you're in the bathroom and some guy's in the urinal, you walk in and there's like seven urinals. Do you just go right next to him? No, no. <laughs> He's one I of start, those guys. I start nudging him over. I'm like, dude, come on. There's room for both of us. <laughs> you remember, elbows, remember, it's been a while since I've been <laughs> to a stadium. But do you remember over. going to a stadium and it was just a trough? Yeah. You would just stand there. Like, I was a little kid. I was always like, oh, this is weird. I'm going to go this so way. It is so weird, man. Like, remember going to like, bars when we were younger and it was just a trough filled with ice? Ice, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How weird is that? Like, why is there ice? I don't, I don't really understand it. To catch the splash, I guess. I guess. We, uh, I took my son to a bears game this year and it's like the, the washrooms are huge there's mm -hmm. lots of urinals it's crazy right and it was packed packed and he gets done and i'm like all right let's go he's like but i gotta wash my hands it's like okay you, we're gonna skip this one guy all right <laughs> yeah this one time that's all right dude i don't know if i'd be able to even go to the bathroom one of those places oh like, i could but i you know what i will say in high school you could in high school, I never once took a crap at school because they never had doors on the stalls. 
That's so weird. So like man. the only people that would take a crap at school were handicapped people, and then you always felt bad. You're like, why is there not doors on the bathroom stalls? Like that was ghetto. I, I'm I remember. Right, I, was... I gotta let them know. I don't have my phone. I gotta tell them the ice cream's coming. I'll be back. Oh yeah, because Mister Wonderful over there, Fucking... like legit ordered ice yeah. cream delivered to his house. Fat Albert's younger brother, Fat Adam. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I remember. Uh, I think when we were younger, I think the bigger stalls. I could be wrong. The bigger star stalls used to be like implemented. Like they were just getting like in the uh, you know the realm. They, they were just coming in. I don't know. I could be wrong because I used to get the handicap stalls. Yeah, the bigger though, the bigger ones, like, like the big ones that like you could fit a cot and a recliner in, and maybe even a yeah. desk. Yeah. yeah like, what the neat. hell? That's badass. They're so lucky. Yeah. Like but you know what those you know what sucks about the handicap stalls is when you guys ever go into the bathrooms and they have the shitty door locks where if someone shakes it it just mm -hmm. opens. If you're oh, in a handicap stall, you can't reach over and shut the damn door. You're just sitting there like, uh, can you shut the door? Little kid, <laughs> you, ever, open the you ever been in a handicap stall and then you're just sitting there doing your thing and all of a sudden you see wheels rolling towards your door? And I'm like, uh, oh, shit. <laughs> I'm dude. pretty sure I've told this story before, but one time I go into the bathroom, I'm about to crap my pants, I get in there. I sit on the toilet. I'm like, okay, I didn't crap my pants. I'm relieved. And then I hear the door open. And then you hear the clip clop, clip clop of high heels walking into the stall next to me. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, no. And then I finish real quick and then go out and I turn around and it's the women's restaurant. Oh, I was like, yeah. oh, that was awkward. I thought you were going <laughs> to talk about like a horse walking in the room. Yeah, no. I thought, like a man <laughs> it was high horse, heels. <laughs> like came in there and his horse pooped in the Scared stall. Scared the or crap out of me. That would be great. Oh, thought I was going to get in trouble. So the guys were making fun of me earlier because I was drinking a green juice because I like drinking green juices. And yeah, then I mentioned that. You something. got that fancy, that fancy beverage? Yeah. I what mentioned something. I already drank it all. I mentioned uh, something about uh, we get this produce box delivered, right? So about once a month, we get this mystery produce box delivered to our house. All right. And it's it's amazing. Jill and I both are super stoked when we get it because it's just full of all kinds of random produce from the farmer's market. And it's the coolest thing ever. So the guys seem to think that this is ridiculous. I think it's a pretty normal thing. Um, so wait, wait, you think it's normal that you get vegetables delivered to your house? Yeah. That's are those so turnips? No, those are um, radishes. Radishes, a watermelon. Radishes, a watermelon. That's one of them. This is there's a couple different ones here. Well, I guess I guess when you live in a commune, what are those things called where the the cults live? The commune. Commune. Like when you live in a commune, I guess it's different. They give you vegetables from their earth what, garden. What are those look, purple things? Those are carrots, man. Whenever are you going to find purple carrots? They're amazing when you get that stuff. I feel like they're giving you the second. Wait a minute. Wait. A, purple look at, those carrots. Are purple are a carrots thing? right there. It just looks yeah. too perfect. Like maybe it's too good to be true. Yeah. How how is that like I like mean, that's that's the most amazing thing ever? I don't understand this. Like, hmm. Okay. Like you can't how go could to you the not store? like a produce box. Well, you can go to the store, but we're supporting a local farm. They look kind of yeah. fake. But you also mentioned that it's all a mystery. Like you don't specify. Like I want three potatoes and blah nope. blah blah. So it's all just like a crapshoot of whatever. It's what's in they season. Got laying around. It's what's in season, and then you make the best with the with the produce box. Mm. 
it's like, oh, it's flipping awesome. So Jill and I started going to the farmer's market. It became a thing during COVID like regularly and we still do it. But one of the vendors that we would buy stuff from the farmer's market is the vendor that does our produce box now. So we'll get this produce box and then we'll go and get whatever else we want. And I said, <laughs> it's good that they do cucumbers in multiple girths. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the new logo i'll start sending you pictures when we get the produce boxes clive because we get cucumbers actually those aren't cucumbers by the way those are uh but like hold them up next to your fist so he has a good reference (laughs) he's like oh yeah i know what that would be like oh man clive you kill me man man oh man man Clive, clive clive chris did you uh change that compressor after with that call oh yeah man i i'm exhausted right now i changed the compressor i had a i made a video about it i don't know a year ago maybe two years ago and it it had something in the title of it's it's got a short life or whatever i don't know but um anyways it had it's a not long for this world or something like that yeah it had a plugged it's an ac unit it's like a six ton ac unit and had a plugged up filter dryer and um it had a txv that was bad and that was like a year and a half two years ago so I kind of forgot about that. I made a video. I did the repair. And then today I had to go back out to work on that same AC. And I'm like, it had a plugged up dryer again. And I'm like, what is going on? You know, like this deja vu started coming in. So I started looking through my videos and I found the video and I was like, oh, yeah, the dryer plugged up again. And so um, <clears throat> I actually talked the customer into changing the compressor because I was worried about what and, and the refrigerant smelt. The refrigerant smelt kind of it wasn't acidic, but it, it smelled burnt. I don't know. It was just weird. So I ended up uh, changing the dryer, changing the compressor. I haven't autopsied the compressor yet, but the oil was like yellow and it's polyester mm-hmm. oil. So it definitely had been overheating for a while. So we'll see. And then the oil was all metallic. Like there was metal shavings all in the oil when I poured it out too. So yes. I'm sure there's some metal to metal action going on, but there was plenty of oil in the compressor. I'll give it that. So Check the screen in the TXV. Uh, no, because the filter dryer caught it all. So oh, good point. filter dryer was before it and filter dryer was plugged. So, um, yeah, yeah. I think you said there was like a 20 degree temperature drop across that. Yeah. So when I started it up, 20 degrees of temperature across the filter dryer. Yeah. So. Plug go bugo, son. Uh-huh. Yep. And you even large that one too. It was a bigger one, right? Yeah. I, I always go bigger on AC. So I went What's with, up, uh, Zaz, I think heat. originally in that unit, there Waiting was like a, shirt, a five cubic inch filter mm-hmm. dryer. And I think I went to a 16 cubic inch. And the 16 was completely plugged. It was pumping down basically to two PSI or five PSI and then shutting off on low pressure. Wow. So, hey, you know what? Zah reminded me of something. We didn't say, we didn't give a shout out to our number one fan, Mr. Randy and his little buddy Luke tonight. Oh, yeah. He said he's watching us um, at, uh, what do you say, the drive through on the, the drive in theater. TV. And another thing, speaking of Zah. He told me because uh, we're done with Randy, but cool. it's okay. It's yeah. he was talking about Zah. It's, it's a good segue. It's a good segue. Yeah, perfect segue. But uh, John Israel's mad at him. Oh yeah. Why What's now? It, I don't know. He didn't tell me why, but he blocked him, and he's trying oh, to communicate. He wants me to smooth it over for him. Mm. Oh, he blocked okay. him. Oh yeah. shit! Mm. A little feud there. I right? think I might know why he's mad at him, but we're not going to go into that See, right now. We should start. We should start an HVAC news show and we'll just give the latest news of everything that's going on let's do oh it. yeah like like are you pirating my idea that i said in the chat i'd be right this guy i don't know what you're talking like, about. no but i think your that. news is probably fake you want to start jerry springer and i want to start like legit news yeah so, your news well, is too 
prim and proper. <laughs> Today, guys, Sporlin released a new valve. Yeah, that's exactly right. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> if the news magazine was a person. What's up, Ryan? Uh, this week, if we're talking about news, he is having a, a live show live this week. Tomorrow at 9. Yeah. Tomorrow at 9, everybody. Yeah. Ryan Hughes. Hughes man. Live. News I like to call him oh. Hugsman. Hugsman. Hey, someone needs to remind me to, like to, Hugsman. to order one of those microwave shirts. I know I said it last time. I think I have on my list. Yeah. I gotta, okay. well, just yeah. give me like a month and I'll save up and I'll just send you one. We got uh, <laughs> for that. We got we getting a lot of heat, right, Joe? Joe was like telling me this story for four hours one day, and I had no clue what was going on. Well, that's because he starts all of his stories in the middle, works <laughs> all the way to the end, and then comes back around to the beginning. Yeah. And then you're like, what? I'm confused. Wait, I don't even know this story because I've been vote? working all there week. There was like I some huge, there's big time drama that happened in the Facebook group. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, over the microwave shirt. Are you bullshit all, me or are you serious? No, it, it all stemmed from. Bill sending the shirt to Randy and then uh -huh. Randy posting a picture of it on Facebook. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then everybody got mad. Everybody got mad about a cartoon cat inside of a cartoon microwave. <laughs> Tell them like, it's a travel trailer. <laughs> it's a travel trailer. Yeah, We're tiny house, artists. Tiny house for cats. It's just got numbers. Are you guys? I mean, is this for real? This yeah, really happened. Really really happen. yeah, and let me tell thing. you that legit, this story took at least an hour to get out of Joe. And I just summed it up in 37 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, again, because he starts his stories from the middle. And then like almost towards the end, he gets off on a tyrant about racism and this, and he hates it. <laughs> why are the Swiss coming back? And why Swiss? Somebody said in chat, Facebook is drama. We try to keep the, the group here, HVAC Overtime, a little bit less drama. Yeah, Will Speed, you got it. And um, Matt T, what's up? No, uh, well, some of us are, but I don't go there. But uh, we have our own group, the HVAC Overtime Group. You starting to get into jazz? That's what the blue light. Yeah, is. that's a good. Yeah, one. what's what's the deal with the blue light, Joe? Al Anonymous wants to know. Oh, I don't know. I just put a thing because it was blinding me. I just had one of those films and I stuck it in. Oh, okay. Yeah. What oh, kind okay. of films? Yeah, I think you know, no problem, Chris. What kind of films? <laughs> it's just a regular. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's nothing special. It's just a had light, and it came with these films at times. So what happened to your treadmill, bro? Oh, fuck, dude. That was these epic. I can't believe that was on yeah, video. So but I'm like, you? I wish you did get that on video. Oh, that was What's crazy. Up, Will? <laughs> got uh, in the house. Sorry? We got Za. Za, I'm still waiting for my shirt, bro. Hey, Za, you should talk You're to not, Ted about smoothing it over the house. Yeah, Ted will help you out, Za. Yeah. So uh, that's pretty yeah. funny. Flaska. That's not what how was... you make Chinese food. I don't know. What was that thing you were posting about Home Advisor? Like somebody Good used job, to work Joshua there. Lechner. Oh yeah, what do they? How do they uh, refer to the person as a whistleblower? Mm. Oh, the home advisor. I I read something about that. Oh yeah, I seen some articles. One of the former employees came out and said how much of a scam it is. Yep. Oh wow. I think that can be said about any of the. Hey, just wait till somebody does that to Indeed. There was an interesting. <laughs> uh, someone wrote an interesting article in I think. Uh, contracting business magazine or whatever. I think it was Matt Mitchell actually wrote an article about how um, it was an interesting read too about how private equity is going to completely fail in the HVAC market. And he had like a lot of facts, but then there was also a lot of counterparts to it too. I was private equity by well, private equity is coming in and buying up HVAC companies left and right across the United yeah. States. 
and they're trying to make these giant home service companies that are going to capitalize and make millions and millions of dollars on the backs of service technicians. They're trying to take their corporate um, system or like their, yeah, well, they're they're coming in They're They're, well, the article was written basically saying how private equity is not doing their due diligence and buying the companies correctly. If the, I'm paraphrasing the article, but, um, and so basically they're going in and buying companies that aren't necessarily in good shape. And so they're saying this is going to lead to an epic failure. Um, but then, uh, there was a bunch of, uh, pretty, um, influential, it might've been a, a business owners group. I don't know that I read it in, but there was a, some pretty influential, uh, Facebook people that are big business owners and they came in and kind of gave their, uh, two cents on it too. And it's just an this, interesting article. This happened to one of the previous companies I worked for, and it actually just happened to, uh, my new apprentice that, uh, the company he was working for. Yeah. They were, you know, sort of a private family owned company, you know, been doing it for 20, 30 years, whatever. And then, uh, they were bought out and the, they come in and, uh, at least in my situation, I, I can speak on this is uh, they come in and they're like, nothing's going to change. We're going to keep, keep everything the same. We bought this company because of how you already do things. Everything yeah. will be the same. Six months later, everything's fucking upside down, chaotic. Nobody knows what they're doing. And I was like, yeah, it took me a year before I got so sorry over that I quit. But uh, well, yeah, the article know, it's, it's was written their, their corporate mindset or. Well, the thing is, is that you can't come in. Again, I say this on the backs of service technicians. You can't come in and expect to make millions and millions of dollars off of a business on the backs of service technicians and not scratch their back too, Mm -hmm. right? Um, But at the same time, these home service companies are trying to help the service technicians. It's not even fair to call them service technicians. They're salesmen is what they are, you know, because those guys really, those are the only people making serious money at those companies is the salesmen. The installers make kind of okay money. But, you know, hey, Trevor, how you doing, bud? But, um, yeah, it's really interesting. It's been kind of worrying me seeing the private equity coming in and just they're just buying up companies. I have a there's a company by me that they're not huge, but they're decent size. And they've bought, I don't know, 10 or 15 other companies. And the guy keeps sending me letters all the time. And I'm starting to consider it. Someone sent me a letter for $2 I'll give it to him. I think that's one good way that or maybe one of the only ways you're going to be able to get good technicians is because those good technicians are usually established in companies already and hard to, you know, hard to squeeze out just by that company of technicians. I posted in the chat again, this last week was kind of a blur because I was so busy, but I posted in the chat. I don't know if it was this week or last week. I was in one of my business groups on Facebook and someone in there was bragging about how, uh, he hired a headhunter service, you know, to find service technicians for him. Mm-hmm. And he was bragging about the methods that they used. And it was so fucking ridiculous. Oh, my God. They canceled the freaking ice cream. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Holy shit. Breaking news, everybody. Oh, no. <laughs> Sit down. They said there's a shortage. You can't order five pints of they ice said, cream. If you're so fat you can't come get it. We ain't bringing it to you. <laughs> it seriously just have it just ruined my night. I got to go. So wait, let me finish my story. Yeah, so story the um the 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 headhunter company, right? The people that you pay to find service technicians for you. What they do is they place a service call at their own home with the competitor companies. And then when the service technician comes, if he's clean and speaks well, they poach him, offer him a sign-on bonus, 
and then give them to the company that paid them. Is that not fucked up? Like mm. sending your service technicians to go do a service call and they might get poached while they're on a service call. That's pretty fucking shady. That is that's, seriously shady. I don't know. For some reason, I'm not really against it. Nah, yeah. That's fucked up. That's like if I was if I was working at a restaurant, I seen another guy there working and I was like, that guy seems like he knows his shit. I'd go over and talk to him like, hey, man, you like like where you're working i know it's not the same exact thing i think that's different though these companies are purposely placing a service call with the local competitors and then they're paying the service call fee right they're doing that but then they're poaching the service technicians when they show up at their house i that's just it just seems it is kind of that's dirty it's it's a little bit different than mine because as a service business you don't know any different you're sending your guys out to a service call and these people are offering them and it's not just like they're like hey what if he Come doesn't want we'll to give job. you a dollar Does raise? He's... They're giving him a ten, fifteen thousand dollars sign on bonus. How's that tech <laughs> not going to say no? You know, he's like, yeah. fuck, I need five dollars. OK, you know. Mm-hmm. But what if he says no? He's like, ah, no, I'm good. I'm, I, I like where I'm at. Um, so do you have a problem with your furnace? They're like, no, sorry. Just like, like that's kind of awkward at the end of that. Yeah, yeah it that that is it's just it it rubs wrong. That's just <laughs> if if and I don't know, it's just fucked up. You know, it's just. I'm gonna start doing that. I'll let you let you guys know how it goes. Yeah, let me know I mean, how, how do you feel about ladder chasers? Like I've had plenty of those. Like I'll be up on a roof, you know, and I come down, and there's either business cards in my van, or there's a guy yeah. sitting there, and he um, like, comes up, starts talking. I've had that happen too. Him. Do you remember at the symposium? We yeah. Oh, got, yeah. we took the uh, bus back to the parking lot, and all the Kalos trucks all had flyers in them saying, yeah. "Do you guys want jobs?" Yeah. Because they, they moved all the Kalos trucks to the, the reserve parking lot where we had to park. So that way they would have their warehouse and everything. Yes, there must have been, what, like 10 Kalos trucks there. And all of them mm-hmm. had flyers on the windows. Like, how <laughs> messed up is that? I honestly yeah, would seek revenge. See Corey the company or the uh, supply house. Yeah, Brian actually, I was surprised. Brian got pissed and he posted about it on social media. He was like, blah, and put it out there. He goes, what do you think? Yeah, and then right. I don't know if it got taken down or what, but it was it was posted at first. I was like, that was messed up. Mm-hmm. And you know, the crazy thing is, you know, Brian is HVAC school, right? And all of his competitors, their technicians watch his content and learn and grow. And then they do something <laughs> dirty like that. Oh, you yeah. know, like that's yeah, just that's down and dirty, man. Nah, that's oh, Dave just G, yeah. Dave yeah. G, I've had that happen uh, numerous times too. Yeah. No, it's, I, I think uh, that's not not that I know of happening here. It happens here, but not like that. Oh, oh, Dave is saying this. Dave, this just happened to me too. So we have a, a restaurant chain that the owner just sold. Uh, he sold the whole chain to another franchise owner. And one of my service technicians, we'd been doing their work for like the last 20 years. And we kind of see the writing on the wall because of the people that bought it. But when my service tech went to go do a walk-in freezer call, they had a bad compressor. They pulled him aside and said, hey, do you want to do it on the side on the weekend? And yeah, no. Uh, Guess what? They're not going to be a customer here for another month at least. They'll they'll be gone. We're going to fire them. That's just retarded. (laughs) But you haven't yet. No, because we got to get paid. We got to get paid. So So you just strategically make sure you get paid. So to address this question, did you guys go up to the Citrus Tower while in Claremont? That's where we parked, actually. No, we didn't go. We didn't go up. I don't know. Is that like a thing you can go up in there and down and like, look do for pirates? Because that's what it is—is is a pirate yeah, like, lookout, like so. fucking air pirates. Nope. 
<laughs> you know, like, that's what it's there for is to look for pirates. Man. There's uh I just got I I just got in trouble in the private chat, guys. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't even I forgot about yeah. you have a private chat. <laughs> Joe, why don't let's let's talk about it, Joe. Let's get this out there. Okay. Adam is the worst at highlighting comments. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Thank you. Thank you, Bill. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, there's like some good stuff, and I'm like trying to point it out while you guys are talking so it doesn't go unnoticed. Well, point it out. Then, oh, then, that Adam's didn't work. then like, Chris is not good at sharing screen. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't work out. What kind of muffins do you guys like? <laughs> let let me highlight that. Hey, we just talked about being in Kalos's the parking lot there, and that's where we parked the Citrus Tower. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Sorry. I know. I'm going to highlight every good comment. Keep laughing, Joe. Yeah, me too. Thanks, Chris. Yep. Um, (laughs) Anything interesting, Bill, this week or what? Yeah, nothing too crazy. Training my apprentice. I know. I know. I know. I was trying to listen to. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Trying to see what Bill was up to this week. Jesus and fish doesn't like you today. Jesus Adam. fish knows Sorry, what's Jesus going fish. on. Jesus tilapia. There we go. That's a good yeah, one. Yeah. No, nothing like real crazy one. other than like working with a, an apprentice like full time again. It is mentally exhausting because he's, he doesn't ride with me all the time, but a majority of the time he rides with me. So it's almost like not me, Joe. It's almost like you have a roommate all of a sudden. You're like, yeah, yeah, come on. You can live with me for half the day and ride around. <laughs> and like, I have to talk to you and think of things and stay mentally positive and you know, not listen to my podcast. And like, you know, you, you obviously have to adjust some of your behaviors a little bit. If you want to you know, be a supervisor, get them to do things, train them and things, you know, I, I don't talk to them like I talk to you guys. That's for sure. Really? But it's pretty close. No, it's pretty close. Like I told him he did good because he didn't smell like garbage. Yeah. That's no. about it, right? Step number oh, one. oh, hey, maybe he can help you out, Adam. <laughs> HVACR ice cream guy and get you some ice cream. Um, yeah, it's, yeah. It's well, I would love ice cream right now, but they canceled my order for some reason. But you know, so I, I got this, Mexican uh, chili powder and salt covered Skittles. What were we saying, Bill? Sorry. So I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm distracted by Chris's utter display of white privilege again. <laughs> <laughs> How is that white privilege? Shut know. up. Because I, I bought know. Mexican candy. And I, don't, I don't know what it is. <laughs> it just uh, is. Let's ask Yamo if they really eat that crap. I don't think so. Yamo's okay. not here. Yamo at? He's not here. No. Is there any Hispanic people in the chat? Do you He's guys eat <laughs> chili powder and salt think, covered candies? I think Jesus fish is. No. Yeah. So, anyway, getting back to my apprentice, right? So. I think I might have stumbled upon an apprentice who actually is trying to apply himself and actually become a good technician, asking a lot of questions, reading stuff that I send him, reading articles while I'm driving. You know, we're, we're talking about pump down systems, walking coolers, refrigeration stuff. You know, I think I think this might be the one, guys. <laughs> I think mm. this might be the one. That's awesome. That's you know? awesome. Did you? Um, I remember. I don't know. Was it last year? <clears throat> And it reminded me when I was starting that trade as well. And when you, you try to do something on your own as a business owner. But do you ever get, like, what do you guys do with employees or apprentice, apprenticeships or anybody who uh, was talking to customers and don't know what the hell they're saying? Mm, that's actually, we're, I'm, let me start off this. Do you mind? Yeah, go ahead. 
Chris, put that crib down. Number it's one. freaking amazing, dude. It's Number two, we ju- I just was going over this. We're trying to develop like tech levels, oh, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And the level, the level will entail pay, focus, Chris. Focus. responsibilities, and what you're allowed to work on, allowed to do, and what you're allowed to talk about, period, right? So if you're not at a certain level, you are not qualified to talk about said topic with a customer period hmm. what do you think I agree. That? that's I a good idea that. but how are you going to gauge that like what sort of test or way uh we're at, i'm trying to develop a program where we're doing like you know training like um just like skill set training period yeah, I and a guy i know a guy let's get him on the show Actually, I had a surprise guest for tonight, and I'm really disappointed it fell through. We need a real guy, uh, Bill. Not a, not a one of those. Big Joe, dude, I would so, knows. I so want J Dub Moneymaker on the show. I so do, do I. Bill I, refused I, to ask him. They're best friends. Thank you. Best friends. I mean, what a waste. Let's get him on the show. If, you, if nice. you notice, right over here, right where my thumb is, uh, right there. Mm-hmm. You're, you can you're kind of see that lettering there. You see that lettering? So now yeah, it look kind of familiar. Yep. Does it look kind of like this? Because I have. Does he send you one for me too, and you didn't give it to me? Yeah. Oh my god, it's okay. More for the fire. More, more. Uh, what's no, it called? Man. Kindle. I'm gonna... one for like every day of the week. Oh, I got air, the air thingies for my. Summer's event, coming. Summer's coming. I don't for, make you guys jealous. Starting fire. Um, I, you know, actually, I, I tried to get J-Dub on, and he completely blew me off. And then, like a few months later, he texted me and asked me if you, if I, I want to have on-site training done. By him, and I didn't know how to respond to that since he blew me off. You should have said like, "Hell yeah, I do." How much but was yeah. it? Though? Wasn't that stupid expensive? It, yeah, actually, I, oh, I don't have my phone out here. It's I was like going to say grand. We could put the price sheet up, and we could wasn't it like fifty grand or something? Uh, there is like a something I crazy levels. Like there's the yeah. highest level. I think it was like two hundred levels. Yeah, two hundred grand. That's like his personal VIP. That Does he teach people to fix things? Wild. No. I don't know. <laughs> he no. just teaches them how to sell death it's to grandmas. Definitely, I would guarantee 97% of it is just... Be um, careful. This is your best friend we're talking about. Yeah, he's I'm over just the whole showing, He's just showing roughnecks how to talk to yeah. regular folk. There you go. That's a good way to say it. I'll be honest. I've watched some of the stuff. Because there's a couple people that do stuff on social media and they'll give like little teasers or little tips. Mm-hmm. It's it's common sense stuff. It pretty much is, yeah. Like don't it's smoke dumb. right before you go in the house, or if you do, you know, like make sure you smell good, chew some gum, yeah. watch your shoes, tuck your shirt in. You know, like don't park in the driveway. Yeah, like because yeah. your truck might leak oil. Like, oh, down. Like, it's stuff that, common like, sense shit. It really yeah. is. Like fuck. It, it's it, <laughs> like how are you that dumb? You gotta be polarizing. told. That. Sorry, oh, but that's that's just the intro, and then they start getting you on how to do your sales tactics. Yeah. You know, well, this is you know what what was the one we were listening to someone where they would pretend like they were just a normal service tech, and then they would like pressure the people, be like, "Well, you know, I'm really not supposed to give you a quote, but my boss is busy, so I'll do it real quick. If you think you're really gonna Victor, do it, Victor Raincourt. That's mm-hmm. right, that was him. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty deceptive, shady practices, and honestly. I'm more worried about people like that in this industry than I'm actually worried about the private equity. The private equity, I think that'll burn itself down, you know, when these companies just fail. But it's those people thinking that they're actually teaching people 
Yeah, I feel that's like, a value. I feel like the, the age of sales gurus is it's got to be coming to an end, right? Like the well, but the mm-hmm. problem is it's is growing. It's gonna burn. It is, it's gonna it's gonna hurt us though because eventually nobody's gonna trust an HVAC technician. Nobody no, because and it's and all that's gonna, gonna keep be... more people away from the trades. Yeah, yeah. It and is not it's only rough. so like we have some of these technicians that maybe maybe given the the right speech or the you know if they're set in front of the right person they might want to become great technicians. But instead, if they're set in front of the wrong person now, instead they're being taught how to be salesmen and instead yeah. of actually fixing things. I, I don't mind learning like I don't think there's anything wrong with technicians that sell. Right. But it's the deceptive stuff. It's the dirty tactics. Yeah. You know, it's the being obsessed with your sales numbers, like having a quota. You guys don't like when cops have quotas and they pull you over at the end of the month. You bitch about that. But yet you'll train your service technicians and give them quotas and bitch at them if they don't sell enough death to grandma. Like mm-hmm. that's what's messed up about the trade. So get that crap out of there. And yes, of course, when it's time to sell a new system, sell a new system. So be it. But See, I'm going to start selling those little CO monitors like uh, Eric Kaiser has. Oh, yeah. But I'm going to make different ones where they have a little like a, a little keychain button. So you just hit it and it goes off and you walk in and it like, just goes off. I'm like, you got a cracked heat exchanger. I've only been here for like 35 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Open the Everyone windows. Run. Get out of here. Funny. I'm gonna quote you a new system. <laughs> Quotes for it's free. We're, we gotta fix this up. You're gonna die. Again, yeah. And I understand that you know there's a there's a time and place for sales. I gotta reiterate that, but you just don't gotta be deceptive. You don't gotta be shady. You shouldn't go in there thinking I'm gonna sell them a new system. You should go in there thinking I need to figure out what's wrong with this, and we're gonna give them options. And you know what? They chose to go ahead and replace because right. of these. Okay, so then that's something right. But going in there knowing. I need to make a sale. I need to make a sale. This right. is going to push me above 500 grand for this week or I mean, whatever stupid numbers. The you thing know? is, if you if you do your job well and you actually check out a system properly, you, you're going to find yeah. issues, right? I, and this is what I tell people in commercial. I, in commercial, people pay me to go do a preventative maintenance. That means they want me to go up there and tell them when something's broken. When I have a rooftop with eight package units, I can guarantee I'm going to find something wrong with at least four to five of those, right? right? And it's going to be legit. Stop. But yeah. here's the thing: 100%. there's de- there's definitely customers out there where you're doing a preventative maintenance, right? And then mm-hmm. you tell them there's this is an issue. You're gonna have a serious problem if we leave this on, you know, unsolved. Yeah. And then they're like, "No, let's just let it ride." And it's like, "Why the hell am I here right now?" Like, mm-hmm. what, and, what and, and that's fair. That's fair. And I will say there is a difference because on the commercial side, you know, there is customers that are cheap. You you tend to get rid of those customers, but on a residential side. You're dealing with a different customer every time. And oh. apparently Joe's iPhone stopped working. So wow, that's awesome. He hasn't done that in a while. It's potato vision. Is it? Look at that. Yeah, it's potato vision, dude. And the three dots of death. Hey, guess what? If it wasn't an Apple, it'd be working fine. <laughs> no, it was my internet. It went. Oh, oh yeah, because yeah. your internet turned off your camera? Yeah, it changes the setting. Everything gets off. Yeah. yeah. All pixelated so it is now. now potato version right now. Is we it? are yep. potato vision. Yep. Look at, oh, yo, at you know what? Eyes of a ham sandwich. You're you're you are worse. You are lip syncing right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I say we need to cancel Joe. I got something you can sync them lips into. We are in a cancel culture. culture. We canceled Joe. Yep. Canceled him. Hashtag Joe's gotta go. Joe, Joe went. <laughs> Hashtag <Whoa>. Joe, Joe <laughs> gone. Is, I tried to add Joe back and it's just the black screen of death. Joe's is he really gone? He's gone. Oh, that's awesome. It's like that movie. That's uh, 
look, there he is. Okay, wait, maybe he's back. Hold on, let me see. Is he back? Let's put him back. Uh, what's that movie? Chris? You, know, you know that movie from oh, the seventies where all the uh, all the trucks went crazy and uh, ACDC oh, yeah. did the whole soundtrack. Um, what the hell was that movie? Oh shoot, what is that one? It had Emilio Estevez in it. It did. Um, yeah. Um, come on, someone in the chat. What is the movie with Emilio Estevez with all yeah, the cars? The, the one crazy. main truck had the green goblin face in the front of it. Yes, 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 yes. And I what remember is it? Made Who was one of my favorite oh, songs. Piano ever. Reeves. No. No. ACDC has a song Indeed. named yes. after it, too. I oh, swear to God. What is it? Oh, good we gosh. Who? We made you. Yeah. No someone someone throw it in the chat. Let us know what movie we're trying to think. Maximum, Maximum Overdrive. overdrive yeah. There you go. Yeah. I am. Shannon, the other guy. There we go. See, Joe is back. <laughs> I knew you had it in you, Joe. I knew you had it in you. Thanks. We so just wait for that you. internet to get across the border. It takes a while sometimes. I'm so <laughs> proud of you. Yeah, the moose whacked Joe's internet connection. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Top secret, Alaska. That's another funny one, too. Which one? What did I say? Top secret. Top secret? That's my favorite kind of 80s popcorn. movie. Top secret. Pop secret, you and your yeah. your your skinny skinny pop. Hey, pop you know what? So, I've seen a couple of these um, those intelligent units that you were talking about before. Chris. Yeah, yeah. I've seen like two of them so far, so they are becoming more popular. <laughs> but I was wondering today, what's the um, like? What's the selling point on those? What makes them so fancy and so nice and so awesome? Well, first and foremost, the intelligent is Heatcraft's newest rendition of a smart evaporator. So Intelligent is replacing the beacon system because it can be a beacon system, which is a fully communicating refrigeration system, and it's replacing the um, QRC. So Beacon has been Heatcrafts for like 15, 20 years. It's their super smart. So you can have like system. a master and an apprentice unit? Yes. Yes. Huh. And and we call them master and apprentices now. We don't call them master and slave anymore. No. Even though in the paperwork it still says master and slave. But someone yeah. criticized me in my one of my videos, you can't call it a slave unit anymore. I'm talking about an evaporator. Shut up. masses. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> so the intelligent, the selling point That's true, right, is, Drew? What do you think? The selling point is um efficiency. Thank you. So it has an EEV and um it has smart defrost. So if it's a walk-in freezer, you can set it up for smart defrost to where it's only gonna defrost when it needs it, instead of running four 30-minute defrost cycles every single day. Now there's one specific reason I brought this up is because in one of your last videos, or I don't know, I think, did you make a video out of this? Or whenever you tell me a story, it's like I'm watching a video, so I can't remember if it was a real yeah. video or if we were just talking. I have phone. some that I haven't made videos yet. So. so it was the one where you were having some issues with it and you were thinking it was a uh, TXP a was opening TV. slowly. Yeah, I haven't made that video yet. But yeah, go ahead. Keep going. So that problem right there, I think eventually you figured out that it was linked to the uh, communication system. You're ruining it. This is a spoiler alert, everyone. Nah, spoiler, yeah, alert. spoiler alert. The Titanic sinks in the end. No, it had nothing to do with communication. What happens is each cycle when a QRC starts or a, a intelligent evaporator starts up, it has like a boot cycle, right? It starts mm -hmm. up and the, the EEV opens up and does certain things. Well, it learns from itself. It's like AI. So it basically looks at the previous cycle and it says, hey, uh, and it tries to stay as efficient as possible. It basically will open the EEV based on the previous cycle. So, you know, it took we had to open it this much to achieve super the proper superheat within this amount of time. Mm -hmm. And it learns from itself. Right. So I had a system 
I actually went out on New Year's. So that's that's beneficial just to jump in here, but that's beneficial just in case any of the surrounding conditions change in that system, the ambient temperature, the inside temperature. But that can also be the problem in my case. Okay. So so but yes, you are right. But in my case, what actually happened was it was a, a mixture of a couple things. So I went out there on New Year's Day and the walking cooler was at 65 degrees. Um, oh, yeah, that's a good point. Jesus fish. Joe, your camera's really bad quality. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. We just, like thanks, Jesus, because these guys don't say anything. No, I just they don't did. say anything. You can't uh, see just, your camera in the. I'll keep this no. open for a while. Oh, okay. Stream yards, it looks perfect. Yeah. So um, they. Uh, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> so um, in my case, the, oh. what the hell? Did he just bounce? Ambient, ambient conditions. Yeah. So in my case, what happened was, can you take it off that stupid thing? <laughs> in my case, what happened was uh, I went out there. The walk-in was at like 55, 60 degrees. And what was happening, there was there was a couple issues. Uh, the time delay was left in the system, and there shouldn't be a time delay there. The, pr- the low pressure control was out of adjustment. That's why I seen a time delay with the one wire coming off, and it was just capped off. Yeah, yeah. That's- so there should not be any time delay when you're working with an intelligent or a uh, QR. Or and um, in my case, it for some reason, the opening phase of the EEV was too slow, and it was caught in a loop to where it would try to open the EEV, but it wouldn't open fast enough. And then the compressor, because it was a large compressor for hot ambient conditions and it was really cold outside, the compressor Mm -hmm. was way oversized. So it would start up and it would pull the low pressure down really fast, but it wasn't absorbing any heat from the evaporator. um, Because Would it shut off on low pressure then? It would shut off on low pressure, but then the time delay would, would kick in. So it would try to turn back on five minutes later and it would do the same thing. And it would try to do the same thing. So what I ended up having to do, but during was, during that, as the compressor is trying to do the you know start up again from the low pressure, isn't the EEV already fully open by then? Um, yes, but it's it it was like stuck in a weird loop for some reason. And what we ended up having to do, I didn't do it this way, but after talking to Heatcraft, what they told me was, for some reason, <clears throat> the evaporator learned bad information, and it was using that bad information to, to set the start cycle of the, the, the equipment. And we had to reset the logic. So there's actually a reset button in the board that you can make it forget everything it knows and start over from scratch. So mm-hmm. I didn't do that. What I ended up doing was giving it three days and adjusting the pressure control. And it relearned just from, from running for three days, basically. But I had to make some adjustments, lower the pressure control settings, and but uh, if you go in and reset it, you have to, I assume you have to go back in and upload all the programming and go. No, 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 no. You just, you just reset the logic. It just, it just basically erases the previous cycles so that it's okay. like the very first time you turned it on and it's going to open up full blast. It still remembers like what refrigerant was using. Yeah. Yeah. It still remembers points, all that. So, okay. Now there's okay. more to this. I'm not going to go like crazy into it, but there's there some of the ambient conditions affected this too. I said it was really cold outside. It's in the desert where we hit 120 degrees well right now it when when i went out there on new year's day it was 50 degrees so that two horsepower condensing unit was probably a five horsepower condensing unit in 50 degree weather mm. so now your compressor is massively oversized so that's why the suction pressure went so low when it started up because you have a giant compressor on that system mm-hmm. that doesn't need it and then you add in the time delay was in the picture the pressure control had drifted um it all added two things so what i did to get me through the weekend 
because I didn't know they had that reset feature was I disconnected one of the condenser fanometers. That was actually Brett from advanced refrigeration podcast. That was his idea. Up, I disconnected Brent? one of the condenser fan motors, adjusted the low pressure control and Thanks, made the system run with a, a, a higher heat load on the outdoor ambient. So then that way the efficiency of the compressor went down and yeah, turned into a thing. So say you that know. again. What he, you turn off? The, say that again. The last part. I just missed that. So because I because I disconnected the condenser fan motor, I drove the head pressure up. Right. Okay. Right. So then I decreased the size of the compressor. Again, right. when I say size of the compressor, because it the compressor the efficiency decreases when the outdoor ambient goes up, right, and it increases when the outdoor ambient goes down. Yeah. So because it was so cold outside, my compressor efficiency like increased or, you know it just got bigger and bigger basically you know it, it had more btu capacity because gotcha. it was so cold so i drove the head pressure up by disconnecting one of the fan motors and then it ran that way for three days and it relearned everything instead of just hitting the reset button and resetting all the logic that was in the board i could have done that so hmm. that's a good idea um you know on a side note speaking of brett brett pretzel from the refrigeration uh, advanced refrigeration podcast we got to have that guy back on again yeah uh, so uh refrigeration and kitchen eq tech he says the second condenser fan motor usually runs off of a pressure switch on the heat craft units no not on the newer ones with um with uh, micro channel condensers mm. they typically don't have any fan cycle switches on there they have a head pressure control valve and mm. these are the new um um what do we want to call it? what's the energy mandate that i can't think of right now um snap no there's a new energy mandate where they're they're floating the head pressure down on all the equipment so the head pressure the bypass pressures of the head pressure control valves is 100 psi for low temp yeah, you know i noticed that it was an lac PSI. or lac 4-100 valve that yeah was so this. basically that that is never going to bypass never it's d- essentially they're they're yeah. designing their equipment so that changes the way you design if you don't use but it's got an electric valve so awef there you go awef said it well, it does have an electric valve, but if it doesn't, if you go and buy an off-the-shelf condensing unit just because you lost a compressor and you just want to slap a condensing unit on it, if you don't know that it's an AWEF-compliant condensing unit, you're going to run into problems in the Midwest and stuff where it gets actually colder than 50 degrees. It even affects it at 50 degrees, but you're going to run into serious problems because you're mm. lowering the liquid temperature of that equipment because it's much more efficient, so your TXV is not going to be sized right anymore. And it's going to affect everything. So if you go to these new AWEF compliant units, at a minimum, you have to have a balanced port expansion valve down at the evaporator at a minimum. Um, and even that might not guarantee you're going to work right. Uh, so there's a lot of. Um, you're so smart. The other Chris. thing, too, I'm, I'm not smart. I've just made a lot of mistakes. But the other thing is in the past, we used to oversize oh, yeah. everything in refrigeration. We used to oversize everything because, oh, you know what? Everything. It requires a three horse. We're going to put a three and a half just because. Yeah. And that's not good, but we got away with it. But now with these new AWEF compliant units, I don't want to say undersize it, but you literally have to don't put any fudge factor in there. You need to just size it right, period. Fudge packer. And one of the things that I always used to get confused about when when you're thinking of equipment, you know, sizing a condensing unit and you're like, should I go with a three horse or a three and a half horse? Really back. between a long story. It is right. <laughs> and I didn't even take a gummy today. But if you I'm go between kidding. a three and a three and a half, you're really just talking about runtime. So if this you, is if you what don't he's like all the time. And, <laughs> and the thing is, in a residential atmosphere, it's it's it's, it's very not a crucial. bad thing. 
I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Somebody actually, I, I know probably Adam didn't see it. He could have posted it, but anyways. But, um, he was talking about this. Uh, he was getting, <laughs> I think, duck sweating in a, an unconditioned basement. Oh, yeah. And he Who wrapped it or something with that. No, he stupid... was asking. He was asking if you should wrap it. Asking or did he wrap it? No, he was asking. Wrap well, it before he is, slap it. I wouldn't. Not with that. See, Alaska's got it right. Because, Welcome uh, to the Chris show. Hold on, Chris. Hold on. Hold on, Bill. Hold on. Hold on. Good topic here. Good topic. What? <laughs> yeah, you can't even read it in the amount of time it was up there. Oh, I couldn't. What do you guys recommend? It was a good question because I see this a lot. Duck it's on there right now. I have it on the screen, Joe. Hallelujah. Yeah, I, have to, I have to read it so people who are listening to this via podcast. Go ahead. Read it. Talking Go ahead, about. Bill. What do you sure. guys recommend for customers ductwork sweating in unconditioned basements? Question mark. The wrapped ductwork with Reflectix material. That's you know that most people don't know how to use Reflectix material? Just, you're not supposed to just wrap it around the duct. The you're supposed wrap. to have a barrier between it. That's where you're supposed to put like like rows, like cut two-inch strips. And Is that not it. the dumbest thing? They tell you to take a, a two-inch strip. And then wrap it around the whole duct and then space it out every six inches. So that way the Reflectix has a vapor barrier or whatever between it. Nobody does opinion, that. I've done it before. <laughs> if my ducts are sweating, I'm not using that crap. No. Straight up. Because Wait, it's let me ask you this. Are you going to take that stuff and line the entire closet and the whole attic with it too to make it look pretty? <laughs> I know somebody who does. That but is no. the Instagram thing right now. And it's driving me it's nuts. Dumb. It's so dumb. I just think, hold on for, the, for this guy. I just think if you want to seal your ducts, Either spray foam to like R12 value or find you don't a even Y. Need R12. What do you need? You Whatever need just to cover the freaking if you if you buy with the froth pack, just cover it. You don't need sure. it. Sure. Just cover you it. Is, uh, because you know, if you're using closed cell foam, you're not transferring there's there's no no see, air. That, uh, yeah. And that's what you want. You want to seal it. No air, or you see why that area. Hey Joe, it's wait, wait, wait! So high up in dew and high up in moisture. I have to read everything that Adam posts there, Joe. So hold on a yeah, second. No, I didn't post. That. I posted that. Al Anonymous. Oh, okay. No, not double bubble. Double bubble. You need to like every twelve inches. You need a two inch strip of the Reflectix. Every then you gotta put a, then you gotta double wrap it. Literally then you wrap the entire together. sheet of reflected. So it's not like you're double wrapping reflected. You put every every like two feet, you put a 12 inch. So that way there's a small cavity yeah, so underneath. That, so it can't touch the surface of it. Yeah, yeah. double wrap so it. Dumb. I, I would never use that. I've done it before and it was still sweating. Um, my dew point was still there on my duct. It was still sweating. The best thing is to find out why that area is high up in he dew. Said it's, he said it's unconditioned space. It's going to be. Right. That, and that's why he has to seal that condition, that unconditioned space, period. He has to find out why. I've had people say, oh, I, ins I insulated my unconditioned space. I go there. It's that pink, uh, pink Panther stuff. Oh, you see like what Housh said? Big deal. No, what did he say? He's saying you're wrong. Yeah. Oh, what I'm saying you guys are. I have no idiots. idea. If he was here, he'd rip really his good. shirt off and yell at you guys. What do you mean? You shouldn't do air sealing unless you're really good. Uh, on the, on your ducks or the the area in general. I wonder. Got to find out. I'm not doing uh, foam on anything. To be honest with you, I'm not a foamer. No, me either. I'm gonna hire somebody. You know um, foamer is. No, I just I I just been there. I I wrapped duct in, in in times before, and it still sweats. It, the best thing to do. There's other ways, obviously, but <laughs> the easiest way to find or dehumidifier. That's another great way. That's a yeah, good dehumidifier. It's funny gosh. because. A lot of customers, you go to their house and that's happening and they have a little portable dehumidifier. 
I go, look, you just you just answered your own question. Why is it happening? Look, it's going away now, isn't it? A lot of times. I just want to address one thing. Chris keeps posting all this crap, and I'm getting blamed for it. (laughs) Chris is another world right now. He's in another world right now. This is a good topic because I see this super villain laugh. I want to know what happened to my refrigeration story because there's one. Chris has been eating his freaking mailbox vegetables whole time. Girthy, I, almost, like, girthy, I was a little bit worried because these say gummies on them, but they're just Skittles, so they're not actual THC gummies or anything. <laughs> but I sure have eaten a lot of them. Yeah. No, I just I, I just think the, the most important... It's just like having an addict. It's an addict, unconditioned base, unconditioned addict. It's the same thing. You got to find out why it's so high of due in that space. <laughs> you should still use mastic in basements. It's, it's, it's often low airflow or it needs dehumidifier. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I always helps, this whole topic could be a fairly complicated situation, right? If you have absolutely Absolutely. like duct leakage in or out of the house, um, how unconditioned is the basement, right? Is it like a cellar or it's like a dirt floor? Like, what are we talking Mm. here? How bad are we, you know? Right. Um, Yeah. You know, I've been in areas that uh, even commercial buildings, uh, you go to basements or like dungeons. Um, they could be insulated or whatever, but then you get these big fresh airs coming in and they're just left open. Well, you know, it's, it's going to happen. I got to say, this is hilarious. So Ryan Hughes just posted on Instagram and he just like promoted the show saying he was watching the overtime show and he got the clip when Joe wasn't in the picture. So it's just the three of us. Yeah. Joe's not there. Nice one. <laughs> uh, uh, Old memory. Let's yeah. Dehumidifier uh, is always going to do it, but uh, if you don't want to dehumidifier, you've got to kind of dissect it. You need it to make sure it's like you're sealed, though, too, right? Sealed is the most important, I think. Like That's, what if you, I mean, um, actually, the house that I worked on today that I was working on today, I did a blower door test and um, I found that this crawl space area, which looked like it was like part of the house, like a legit, like newer house. Sex time, too. Yeah. Um, that had like serious leakage and i ended up going into the crawl space today and it was a vented crawl space no insulation anywhere yep vented crawl space that's crazy <laughs> so what happened what was the issue like what were they um the issue is there was no issue i mean there is an issue they're not super comfortable right sure um but i was replacing uh flu pipe and intake i was going down from three inch to two inch gotcha Gotcha, gotcha. Hmm. There was a t- there's you could also I had these uh little air handlers in the past, like maybe a game room or whatever. You could you could obviously play with in a small aspect, you could you could play with I think somebody mentioned chat airflow. I think that's what he's talking about. Um, but other than that, I wouldn't mess around with airflow in a whole oh, house. Speaking of airflow, because then you get you get sorry, Bill, because then you could drive the RH level in the whole house higher, and then that's gonna just defeat the purpose in the summertime so but you anyways. can drive the rh level the oh. relative humidity in the house could raise if you start I'm gonna, around with i'm gonna interrupt you guys for a quick quick psa what the heck was that about um so i'm about to go here you guys need to go here go to the overtime website can you order me one yeah i'm gonna order one of these shirts right here the let me out shirt Boom, right there. Watts times cats equals BTU. Let me out. That is the most hilarious shirt, and I forgot about it, and I'm going to over it right now. So <laughs> that is an awesome shirt. Go to hvacovertime.com. It's, it's actually pretty good that. quality, too. Is it? Yeah, this it's is pretty good. Whoever prints these shirts, they really make the money on it, though. We, we, like We're going to get $0.27 cents for this sale through Chris, 
and uh like 100 we make fucking nothing yeah i saw what what did you you have like 40 cents profit or something on there 50 cents profit on a shirt because it's not about the money it's not about the money spreading the message make me feel like an asshole yeah we're just trying to make (laughs) we're just trying to make the the industry fun again you know you can be although nerdy conversations and then also have a half hour conversation about pee and poop and all in the same time i mean this is real how much are my shirts though I Chris, think Chris makes a, he he made doesn't make that much. It's like twenty three dollars a shirt, guys. I make five dollars a shirt. Yeah, jeez, um, I can't <laughs> imagine making that kind of money. <laughs> <laughs> We'd be retired right now, guys. Oh wow, shit! Split there's, it four ways. Wow. Like there's I, I probably order sell, and I'm in I the red somehow. Probably sell three shirts a month, and I'm not kidding with you. So yeah. I don't sell a lot of shirts. We sell like two. Uh, yeah, dude, my shirts are dang. You guys need, I mean, my shirts sell for twenty six fifty with shipping included, and those shirts are twenty four ninety seven. Well, okay. you stock your shirts. Yeah, you buy them in bulk. We're the problem. We can't. We can't afford to have a, a fancy shelf full of all sizes of our shirts. That's true. That's we true. could yeah, if we just talk to our friend. Why? What does he have to do with that? Oh, he's the rich one. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. I'm not rich. Shut up. We do have who, a sponsor, though. Yeah. Who else gets food delivered to their house? Baskets of boxes of baskets of vegetables. Like, hold on, let me call somebody. <laughs> hold yeah, on, hold on. Some hold more on. than big girthy cucumbers at my house ASAP. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Click. Kitchen EQ. What do you mean? True to that. That's the overtime uh, website. But you're right. I can't wait till I wonder when they are going to change something to shipping for that place because they are killer on shipping. Uh, no, I charge a shit ton to ship to Canada too. Well, yeah, but if I ship a sweatshirt to Canada, I pay like forty dollars in shipping for a damn. fucking sweatshirt because the damn Canadians and their crap. It's um, just Trudeau and their stupid truck. I think that like because I, I I will ship to the United States and Canada, but if you're in Canada, there's a different like it adds a different freight charge. But I want to say the shirts it adds like fifteen dollars wow. like to a shirt. It's nuts how much it costs to ship crap to Canada. Wow. So, yeah, it's and I do the cheapest U.S. Postal Service too. And plus, their takes, money is less than ours somehow, so it's like fifteen dollars. I think for they're us, just jealous. I think it's like the Queen's pissed. She's mad that like. You know, she doesn't want anything to come from the Yanks. So Wait, isn't you know. isn't Justin Trudeau the the queen now? No, no it doesn't work like that, Bill. Justin but Trudeau is the just the prime minister. Do you right? think they? Do you think Justin Trudeau and the Queen they have like meetings every so often to see what's going on in the Canadian sector? You know yeah. that I was watching a documentary and it was really interesting to say that but like it has nothing to do what we're talking about. No, it actually has everything to do with it. Technically, it would never happen, but technically, the Queen can take control back of everything. But she would, the, the, everybody would revolt and you yeah. know overthrow all that crap. Yeah. But still, technically, right. the way it stands, she could take control and become a complete yeah. monarchy and. Yeah. Let's save that for 2023. All right. Yeah. One hundred percent I would do it if I was the queen. Yeah. Just do it. I'd take over Canada if I could. Yeah. Well, I'm saying everything, not just all all the territories and everything. She could take I'd it all back. Him, I'd make him bring back them cool looking phone booths over there in England. <laughs> they still have Johnson. those? Jason Johnson. So. That's hilarious. I hope this one gets YouTube pissed <laughs> off. <Done> P. <laughs> is Justin oh Trudeau, is he French? Yeah, I'm assuming. Probably. Mm. He's got weak little baby hands, so I guess so. <laughs> baby hands? Why are you guys mm. talking about politics? Who cares? They're all scumbags. Politics is just interesting. I like well, it's not politics if it's Canada. True. 
It doesn't it's count. It's the queen. Come on. Yeah. He's what like, power does the queen really have anymore? Like I mean, Justin she's Trudeau the is basically superpower like, in the world, but yeah, who would you call him? Like the assistant or like the hype man to the queen? Like he doesn't do nothing. He's just yeah. like, he just runs Canada. He's just like, what up, so yo? Let's have some have free hookers. Canadians are very civil. People. You he's, like a, <laughs> he's like a glorified general manager of Canada. Is what he is. <laughs> Castro's son. <laughs> it's Hilarious. like America is Walmart and Canada is somehow like Kroger and all their customers and and cashiers are nice to each other. I'd say sorry. True. You know, you know what? Mm-hmm. I don't think you guys get that, but Castro's son to you. But that he looks like Castro's son? That is I have no idea what Castro's son looks like, so but look it up. Why he's saying that. Hmm. You said it, just say it. I'm not gonna say it because I don't want to tell Fibs. Because he's he's Castro's son. <laughs> there's a reason, there's a backstory behind that. I'm gonna look up the backstory right now. You have to remind me later. Let's just Number say there could have been an affair. Oh, with Trudeau's wife. Ooh. Bum, bum, bum. Castro. Justin Trudeau is not Castro's son. Controversy. <laughs> later, this this stream is gonna be down. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. I don't, I, yeah, why did you even tell us to look this up? That's boring. Yeah. Why are you? Or why are we? I don't know where you guys now? are. Yeah. 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 You can't Jeez. give us an idea, and then we're like little puppies. So we like totally yeah, get yeah, to yeah, but you can do it later. That you don't is do exactly it now. right, Chris. You guys are like little puppies. I'm a puppy. You don't <laughs> listen. You don't listen to me when I tell you not to do mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. You're always eating and getting mm-hmm. shit everywhere. Mm-hmm. You shit everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then you leave. Fucking other people to pick it up after you. You are absolutely right, dude. All of those things are true. <laughs> it's true. Actually, no. Chris is very organized. Like I, I, when we were in Florida with him, I come downstairs and this guy's like braiding his electrical wires and he's like curling them all up real nice and putting mm-hmm. zip ties on them and everything. Yeah, like, what you, it's like four thirty in the morning. What are you doing? <laughs> Just organizing things. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Right. But then he's like throwing away the stuff that doesn't fit in his bag. Like, oh, I can't take this throw it away. I'm like, you just bought that. It's like, no, I don't care. I got, I got so much money, I don't care. That's exactly what, what did I say? <laughs> we went. And I bought an Ethernet cable so we could do a live stream from our Airbnb. Like a we never did that. <laughs> and then, and the then, so I'm like, what am I gonna do with a, a hundred foot Ethernet cable? I was like, I'm not taking this home, so I threw it in the trash. And Bill's like, what are you throwing that away? I was like, do you yeah, want yeah. it? He's like, no. We had to go <laughs> <cut> <laughs> up. We had to go up. Course covered with the raisins. Right. Well, we could have left it in the cupboard. That's right. With the raisins, man. Somebody would eat it. Kitchen EQ from condenser fans to communist Cuba got everything today. Yeah, that's overtime, but that's how we do. You guys, if you didn't, um, I just recently re-watched the live stream that I did from the Airbnb, like when we first got there, and I was laughing my ass off. It was so funny watching you about that already. Oh yeah, cabinet and eat fucking raisins that someone that was put their great, on. Those like old great. dried, possibly who ate them? Build it. Oh, I thought Bill ate the crunch berries from the cabinet <laughs> and the raisins from yeah, an those Airbnb. Were stale, though. Those were stale as fucking shit, yeah. man. Snozzberries taste like schnozberries. That was hilarious. No, they taste like fucking dry schnozzberries. Who was I talking to? <laughs> I was talking to a friend this last week and I was like, yeah, when I was talking about Florida and how we went and he's like, wait, so you just stayed in a house with some random dudes? And I was like, what was the worst that was going like, to happen? All right. So I, I didn't really think anything of it until we were there. And I'm like in front of all these random dudes. And I'm like, yeah. maybe they might be killers. I don't know. You know what? But Chris was... like, wouldn't stop smiling for the first actually the entire time we were there. <laughs> oh, he's like, so happy. You knew you were good. Annoying. God I was damn. just talking to, um, you know, there's, there's. Okay. So let's put it this way. If. 
if all four of us were going to bring our entire families, would we have stayed there with our kids? No, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have brought my kids to that. But there's something about I'm not worried about myself. I can handle myself. So I'm like, eh, what, what's the worst that's going to happen? You know, like I go get a hotel. Like I'm going to try it. And Although see how it goes. if we do bring our kids or our families next time, we can get side by side houses. That's oh, pretty cool. So we can have the four houses next to each other. Yeah. We can be like, Hey bud. Hey brother. Hi. Can I borrow some milk? Bonfires and everything. I got some raisins for you if you need hey, it. My air conditioner stopped working. Can I have some Freon from yours? Wait, why <laughs> you are you guys arguing with your wives? <laughs> <laughs> what? What? I don't understand. What is all this yelling and screaming? Can you guys turn down the TV? That's not the TV. What? What? What is it? Yeah, right. Do you guys uh, up here like bonfires are a big thing? Do you guys even bon, bon bonfire? Wait, oh. did you say bomb? Hmm. it's bonfire Bonfire, joe bond you guys have bonfires because i think you're gonna get flagged by something something Something, especially now at this era bonfires bonfires Bonfires. i can't (laughs) good god what do you just like stand around yeah i mean like russian roulette like who's gonna stand here longest Uh, i'll tell you though like when i lived in my old house you would get in trouble for that because it's kind of like a very urban area right but now I I'm, I'm in, I have a bigger yard. They don't care. Gotcha. So yeah, we have bonfires all the time. See, Chris can't relate because he sets a fire and the fucking they're afraid the whole California is going well, down to so the campfire. Where I live, I can have like uh, I have a fire pit in my backyard and stuff. <laughs> and, but what's interesting though is they because of the air quality, they actually like post like you're not allowed to have fires in your fireplace and you're not allowed to have bonfires in your backyard. But I'm sorry. You're not going to tell me I'm not going to have a damn bonfire in my backyard. Never out of here. What are you going to send a helicopter to come? Oh, he's having a fire in his backyard. Like, bonfires. <laughs> One of the vegetable-powered helicopters. Yeah. Cool. That's funny. So uh, Ryan Hughes says that when we uh, bring our families, he wants to come and film it. That'd be pretty funny. <laughs> be cool. No, no, I won't let you guys see that. No. <laughs> Anything else interesting this week, guys? That. Over an hour mark or what? Um... Oh, I should have uh, loaded all those pictures up. I should do it. I don't just, like this last week. I don't. I, my family was gone. They went on vacation without me, and I thought I was going to have like a bunch of free time. I literally just went to work and came home and slept and went to work. I, I didn't have that. Would be so home. awesome. How uh, did you ask her how imagine. grand the Grand Canyon is? Like, yeah, they actually dug it. They were super stoked. My kids went to. Uh, my kids and my wife went. Um, to Sedona, Arizona, and then on the way home, they took a two-hour detour and went to the Grand Canyon. Hmm. Cool. So. You guys want to hit this question? Help my HVAC brothers. Should I keep my my commercial job and do jobs on the side? I feel like it's a big step, but what is some advice for going forward? One-year experience service commercial tech. No, you're not experienced enough to do anything. Spend some more time doing commercial. Learn. Remember, side is he work. Trying to start his own business. Yeah, but side but work. side work Crazy. is is dangerous because who's paying the insurance yeah Yeah. what happens if you break something in that house it comes out of your pocket what happens if you get into an accident on the way to that side job now you 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 ask well how would someone ever know if i was on my way to a side job trust me lawyers they're good at that crap and if they find out you're going to do a side job dude there's cameras everywhere nowadays somebody sees you doing if you're gonna do stuff get licensed and get insurance protect yourself Again, 
what happens if you, you know, you burn yourself, an accident happens and you get hurt? Mm -hmm. You have no insurance to cover your ass because you were doing You, you know, it's funny. I, 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 first of all, I agree with uh, you, Chris, and I, for your situation in, in America, because here, I don't, when guys are doing side gigs, um, they're not worried about insurance because we're kind of like covered. Like, what can you possibly, like, uh, only liability. That's where it hurts you, the liability part. Guess what? Here, um, if you do side work, Without a contractor's license, the mm. customer technically doesn't have to pay you. Period. That's a good point. The, the, work you can need... be done, the work can be done, and they're like, fuck you. You don't have a contractor's license? I'm not paying you. Done. You're, you can't anybody. repo the equipment. You can't do anything. It's funny you guys are saying, because it's true. You do need a contract license. Guys are doing without. I agree with better have insurance. That's all I'm saying. Because I have no time things. to do side work. And I feel like if my main job is paying me well enough, I mean, unless I'm trying to become a business owner, I don't want to do side work. And I got paid well enough that I don't have to do side work. And plus, I don't have the time to do so. I barely have t enough time to mow my own lawn. You know, yeah. like you know, when I noise. do it, it's the weekends. You know, you know, I did those two custom houses the other day, and I went two weekends straight. They're finished. I love them. They came out great. I don't mind doing it. It's good money. It's good money. And if I could do it now, I'll do it. Just work. Let me let me address this. And again, I I've done side work. I've done it to help people. So HVACR ice cream guy says side work is the best way to get customers, though, especially on the commercial side. Yeah. And, I agree. Hey. Okay, that's an interesting idea. But if a customer is going with you because you're doing side work and you're cheap, they're not Very a customer nice. you want to work for. Because in the long run, you're eventually going to have to raise your prices if you go legit. And that yeah. customer only wants cheap, crappy work. If a customer is asking people to do shit on the side, they're cheap assholes and they don't want to pay real there, wages. There's a fine line there, Chris, because you're right. You're absolutely right. A lot of people are looking for uh, text just because they want to go cheap. But some, mm -hmm. uh, just like Michael said, he did a little bit. Even me, myself, I do a little bit. Or guys, you know where it's referred, referrals. So mm -hmm. they're willing to spend the money. But you're right. A lot of times people get side work because they want to spend that buck, which is shitty because you don't want those customers. You're right. Alaska has a great point. And that's how I would do it. If I was doing side work, it'd have to be so stupid expensive because you're taken away from my family. Exactly. Time. Yeah, I, I don't have enough time in a cool. day to that's, do most yeah. of what I want to do. Yeah, I guess it depends your situation. Like, I could care less. I don't got a family, so I just fucking work till like. Yeah, but you know, if I, I was trying to start a business, yeah, I'd be, yeah, I'd be hustling on the side, trying to get uh, my brand made, my my name out there, right. you know, get my reputation built up. Sean S, that is a very true. It's not official wow. yet, but they are outlawing two cycle engines. Um, wow. Because of air quality management, your your Dan Gardner's not even going to be able to use a gas powered leaf blower anymore. Hmm. So, go Tesla. Yep. Yeah, Herman. I know you're a big uh, promoter of that. Uh, business star side work. So let me show. I pulled up these yeah. pictures. Go for it. I see them. Oh no! Oh, there you are, Adam. Oh, okay, I thought you were gone for a minute. Okay. I was trying to find something, Joe. Right. <laughs> so yeah. I'm just showing you what I was working on the last. Go for uh, it. There you go. Not that anyone cares. I want to see, show you a picture too. This this panel it was great. All right, so here you go. This is That's what ferocious. This, this is what the system looked like. All right, this is like walking into a furnace room. Looks like Minecraft. This is eye level. Okay, let's take a couple. Where's the the button? Here it is. This is the back. You see, right next to a water heater with a return. Ouch! Natural draft water heater. Yeah. Hope so. Legit. So this is how the room looked, how tight it was. Oh, hold on. Let me go back. Yeah. Nice. You have to crawl to get to the furnace. What the heck? 
That's, uh, that was so. This not... is you literally have oh, to wow. get to the furnace in this room. Right? Is it like how much BTUs is that thing? It looks three inch pipe. Why? It's uh, it's a hundred thousand. Holy shoot! I was gonna say one hundred twenty, man. How? <laughs> how big is this house? I hope you upgraded them. Twenty five hundred square feet. Oh so yeah, they definitely need two of those. So hold on, let me see. I think I can That's get the other ones cool. here. One second. I'm getting hundred thousand BTUs. Yeah. For instance, huge houses has always been the funny person, and um, I'm amazed that someone else in this world knows who Jim Norton is because oh, that dude is hilarious. I love Jim Norton. He's calling you. Bitch. Oh, I gotta check it out. So this is after. Now you could walk into the room. I kind of increase the size of the uh the return drop and the duct that the two return uh trunks tie into did you open up the the hole in the wall further or did you no this was this is all existing all i did was make it so it made some sense i mean it's still not perfect but it's like the way all the trunks were laid out in the house two inch exhaust and the fresher that i could tell you probably downsized it's a 60 modulating small modulating i could put in said little jimmy my favorite is uncle paul there you go. Uncle I Paul is hilarious. I look good, Adam. Flash coil on there. Hey, look. You see this, Chris? You recognize it? Yep. Your get little guy with the radon gun? That's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, easy. easy trap? Easy. Or, easy. easy oh. key. <laughs> That's it. That's my little. Okay, there you go. Boom. That's it. Awesome. All right. Eco Boom. Nice and level. <laughs> I don't want you to look at Eco Bees right now. I did. Uh, how many? 22 of them. Two houses. Well, 11 on each house, but... <clears throat> I think I can do Uncle Paul. Let me think. Do it. What are you guys trying to... I don't do it, Close do it, it out on Uncle Paul. I don't get your Creepy. bunny ready because you got to be told. You're so Creepy skittle-loving bastard. I don't think I could do Uncle Paul. I'll have to bastard. practice that one. Nah. I don't even know who that is. Uncle Paul? Oh, come on. Wait, 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 wait. Well, wait. look who decided to show up. Uncle Paul is a character. Sensation. Oh, like Jim Norton. Oh, tell him to click the link, Yamo. Yeah, he was on the Opie and Anthony show, and he, Uncle Paul was the creepy um, uh, uncle next door. And you would never want to yeah. leave your kids with Uncle Paul, but Jim Norton <laughs> had this perfect freaking voice that he would do every time with Uncle Paul. And it come was say hi. Cool. Yamo, come, come say come, hi to everybody. Click, Yamo. The, click the link, Yamo. Jeez. On Fridays, he disappears. It's like uh, he has to go to church or something. He's got a know. girlfriend. And why do you, why is he going to church on Fridays? Who the hell goes to church on Fridays? Jehovah's Witness? I don't know. Yeah, he's he's not going to church. I tell you what. What's he, he got doing there? Choir? Choir. Hold on. Keep it going. I'm going to see. I want to see something. They're having like a Mexican fiesta in his town every Friday night. Let me hear is that what it is, Bill? Probably. They just had oh, some sort of holiday celebrating one of their old presidents, Benito Juarez. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Troy. Do they? No, I used to go on Sundays. To what? When I was practicing, when I was a kid. No, I can't. Uh, I church. Can't. Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, right. Uh, Jesus, honestly. Oh man. I just okay. go, in here right now. Huh? I don't know, but we got to get out of here. Yeah, dude. we're, we're gonna wrap it up, man. Good show. I'm exhausted. Oh, uh, uh, my brain hurts. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, or not? Oh, T. Letch, I feel bad for you. You had that, in, uh... <laughs> Mr. Kenny show. And um, I was expecting some like good ending. Yeah, I know. Like, just, well, it's, uh... Hold on, hold on. I think it just goes to a natural ending. Right? <laughs> yeah, I thought there was like some sort of build up to something. something. Honestly, right, Bill? 
<laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, what are we waiting can I, for? And then can like, I ask, oh. is the music quiet enough today? Well, after it, it comes with a big inrush, like a, like a compressor. Build up. Bang, with? loud, and then it dies off. So you'd be like, hey right. guys, sit down. I, like I got the best like, surprise. Oh. I got the best surprise for you guys. And you go in the kitchen and you come out and it's fucking like oatmeal raisin cookies. <laughs> like, oh, great. Dude, I wait, I have to address this. Put me back up on the screen. Who the hell puts fucking raisins in a cookie? Raisins Everybody. do not belong on this fine. planet. Oatmeal raisins okay. are the worst okay. thing ever. Raisins are good. Grapes. Oatmeal cookies without oh. raisins are amazing. No. True, well, true. you come from the state that makes raisins, so. Yeah. And what about the idiots that put raisins in coleslaw, too? Please don't ruin with raisins aren't you eating skittles covered in chili peppers yeah that's amazing i do not like raisins but i do love grapes (laughs) who made these fucking rabbit shit looking raisins (laughs) this guy and his pink carrots and his box of purple purple dildos 